Welcome to Ahead of the Curve, the Scoliosis Experience Podcast, where my aim is to empower individuals with scoliosis and movement professionals alike by providing free, up-to-date information on scoliosis management and treatment. My goal is to improve the quality of life for those with scoliosis and equip movement professionals with the knowledge and skills needed to effectively support them. Hi, welcome back to Ahead of the Curve. I'm your host, Dr. Megan Teed. And today we're going to be talking about how to adapt your scoliosis exercise routine when life happens, because we know life happens and things don't always go perfectly well so that you're able to perfectly execute your routine the way that you have planned out. And this happens pretty frequently with the clients that I work with in my small group coaching program. I like to problem solve with them, give them some tips and tricks as far as how they can fit in their exercises um, when life doesn't go the way that they had planned. I'm just going to start off by telling a little story about my own personal experience with life happening and things not going perfectly well, things going really wrong, um, and how I kind of managed my scolio routine in that circumstance. And this was 2021, the fall of 2021. Unfortunately, my dad had a stroke and, you know, you get that phone call Um, I got a phone call from my mom and it feels like the world is just dropping out from underneath of your feet. Like you just can't think clearly, you know, all I, all I could think about was the fact that I needed to get up into Pennsylvania where they were at the time and help any way that I can. So as a physical therapist, you know, I, I'm able to provide them with help that, you know, other people may not be able to have access to. So, um, you know, obviously I wanted to be there with my dad and do anything that I could to help them. So you're not thinking clearly and I wasn't thinking clearly. I just packed some clothing and essentials and made my way up there. I booked a flight and, I didn't pack really like anything that I would normally pack when I'm planning on taking a trip. So things that I normally pack would be like my wedges. I would pack a yoga strap to do some elongation. So I didn't have any of that stuff and it wasn't even on my mind. You know, I was just trying to get there. Um, So I had to do a lot of adapting while I was there and it wasn't even like caring for myself was that wasn't even on my mind at all. The fact that like, you know, my back would still need, my back is still there. My scoliosis is still there, even though, you know, life is happening around me and, um, you know, I'm just having my focus on something else. So, I get up there and I'm able to help. And thankfully he is now fully recovered. So, um, praise God for that. Um, it was a very scary 
situation during it was still in COVID time and had to do a lot of advocating for my dad while he was in the hospital. I get there and he had been in the hospital for about a day at that point and nobody had gotten him out of bed to walk with him. And those first 24, 48 hours after somebody has a stroke are very critical time um, for recovery. I was infuriated when I got up there and heard that that was the situation because he was there on a weekend there. They were really short staffed. There wasn't a lot of PTs working. And I mean, it's just, there's not a whole lot of excuse for what happened, but anyway. um, So I like really kind of, Going off topic here, I'm sorry. So uh, back to my routine. Um, When I would think about it, when I would think about my scoliosis, you know, anything can be a scoliosis exercise. So I would be driving in the car uh, to the hospital and I would focus on my corrections in my seated position and do a little bit of my expansive breathing while I was sitting there. I had to be pretty innovative and I didn't have wedges. And so then, and my mom didn't have wedges. My mom is an exercise um, person. She's a, she's a exercise person. She's a Pilates instructor, yoga instructor. Like she's been the person that introduced me to fitness in my life, um, as a child. So she has a lot of tools, thankfully. So that was helpful for me. Um, but she didn't have wedges. So I use hand towels and folded those up, uh, to do some floor exercises when I had a moment to myself. So um, we don't have to have everything, you know, in perfect conditions in order to still be caring for your back and caring for your spine. Now, if the circumstances were a little bit different and I had been planning for that trip, I, what I would normally pack when I am traveling, because I do pack with intention and purpose. Um, generally when I travel, I will pack my wedges. I will pack a yoga strap to do some elongation. So that's a big fear of a lot of my clients in my small group coaching program. Um, they're like, you know, that pull up bar is a lifesaver for me. And, they use it so often throughout the day that when they travel, they kind of panic because they're, they obviously can't trans transport their pull-up bar with them. So an alternative to using the pull-up bar is using a yoga strap and you can take the yoga strap over top of a door and do some elongations that way. So I'm going to explain it a bit to you and hopefully you can visualize what I'm talking about as I'm walking you through this. So uh, you have the door open and you're standing and you're straddling the door with your feet. 
So you have the doorknob with the handles on either side, and that is the part that you're facing. So you take your strap and you put it over top of the door and you're holding up high on that strap as high as you can get on the strap, walking your feet in pretty close to the door and then you're bending your knees and then you're, you're allowing that spine to elongate and have a little bit of traction there, supported traction. Um, so you can, that's a wonderful way of adapting your elongation so that um, you're not totally missing that aspect of your routine. Another way that you can get a form of elongation is still using that yoga strap and the door. This one is a bit more complicated to explain without just showing you and demonstrating. You take your yoga strap and you loop it over both of the doorknobs and then you buckle yourself in with the door knobs. So you're inside that loop um, and you have the strap over top of both door knobs. You're facing out away from the door that now, and you can have a chair in front of you, or um, it would probably be a chair if you're traveling and, um, and you put your hands down on the chair like you're doing a down, downward facing dog position and lengthening your spine that way. So the, the strap is pretty low on your hips. You're bending your knees as much as you need to, and you're getting a nice elongation that way. So there's a lot that you can do while you're traveling. Um, your routine doesn't have to be perfect in order for it to be effective, even just staying active while you're traveling. So going on walks, getting outside, really moving as, as much as you can, just being purposeful with that will make a big difference in the way that you're feeling. Um, uh, so I'm going to talk also briefly about a couple of other things that can come up um, that interrupt your, your schedule. So another one is when you are injured and you hurt your back and you're in a situation where you're not able to physically do your normal routine. Um, it's important to listen to your body in that moment, okay? and really be able to identify what your body needs at that time. So, you know, if you have an instance where you moved in a weird way, you fell down and your back is, is really, really bothering you and it's making it hard to physically move in the way that you would normally move and you're resting, you're resting on the couch, you're resting maybe in your bed, one thing that can be very underrated is visualization. So when I was in dance, I, I was in ballet and we would learn this very complicated choreography and I would find myself before I would go to bed kind of while I was daydreaming during school. <laughs> Don't tell my teachers. Um, 
I would find myself visualizing the routine, visualizing myself going through the routine in my mind. And it's scientifically proven that visualization actually helps to rewire your brain um, in order to either overcome chronic pain, learn a new skill, um, and so on and so forth. So if you are injured, if you are somebody who suffers with chronic pain, visualization can be hugely beneficial for you to become, uh, begin to overcome that pain that you're experiencing. So just visualizing yourself walking around, visualizing yourself walking to the mailbox, um, caring for your children, picking your child up from the floor, um, just walking through that experience in your mind and picturing yourself actually going through those movements can help you in your recovery from whatever injury that you have, have, um, succumbed to. In addition to that, just while you're lying there, um, using wedges or using hand towels, something to support your prominences, if you know where those are, you can lie there and do some breathing. And that is probably one of the best things that you could do uh, for your spine, in my opinion. Um, So not trying to get too far into the nitty gritty of the anatomy of scoliosis or the anatomy of your spine, but um, again, visualizing where your hollow spaces are. So where those concavities are on your body. And those are the areas where your ribs are closer together. They're more scrunched together. You can just feel around on your own body and feel your rib cage. So if you just feel the front of your rib cage on one side, you'll feel the ribs are further away from each other. And on the other side, they're closer together. And then in the back of the rib cage, it would be the opposite. Okay. So on the side where the ribs are closer together in the front, if you feel around the back, on that same side, your ribs will be further apart on that side. And then on the opposite side, it will be opposite. Okay. So the front, the ribs will be further apart from each other and the back, the ribs will be closer together. So we want to try and visualize the air traveling to those spots where the ribs are closer together. In reality, is very difficult. It can be very difficult to try to direct your breath in certain spots, but just actually picturing it in your mind's eye can actually help those areas expand, help the rib cage to derotate, help the spine that is attached to the rib cage to derotate and decrease your pain. So that can be such a simple thing. It seems like it's so simple. There's no way that that can help or work, but it does. Um, and then finally, 
Um, the, the last thing I'm going, there's so many things that can come up, um, that would interrupt your perfect scoliosis schedule exercise routine. Uh, I could be here all day telling you different scenarios and going into detail in those scenarios, but I'm not going to do that. The last scenario is time. You are just so dang busy. I mean, this was me yesterday. Yesterday, I stooped, I did this to myself, so I can't complain, but I had seven clients back to back and my appointments are 55 minutes. I do that on purpose. So that allows me a little bit of a gap in between clients for days like yesterday where, you know, I'm just on the go all day. So during those five minutes, I would go to the restroom. And then I would hop on my vibration plate for a minute. I would do some elongations and then I would sniff and smell my essential oil. So like there are just so many different ways that you can weave things into your day, even though you are crazy, crazy busy, crazy busy with your kids. Okay. Let's, let's take this as an example. Um, you have three kids and they're all involved in after school activities. They have to go to gymnastics. They have to go to their softball game, all these practices and, um, parent teacher conference, you know, all those things while you're driving, there's a lot that you can do while you're in the car. So even if you're waiting in the car for your child to come out of their class, this is probably the safest <laughs> time to be doing anything like this. Um, so while you're waiting in the car, you can make sure both feet are planted on the floor and hold on to the sides of the steering wheel and kind of pull the elbows out to the sides, like kind of feel like you're trying to pull the steering wheel apart and do some expansive breathing in that position. Another thing you can do is take your hands to the roof of your car and the ceiling of your car and press up into your hands as you're um, pushing your hips, rooting your hips down into your seat and do some nice expansive elongation that way. There are a bunch of other things that you can do while you're in the car like that. But again, visualization, take advantage of those moments that brief moments, however brief they may be, and just try and do a little bit of something while you have a couple minutes to yourself. And I know that can feel like I never have any time to myself. But I promise you, if you look for it, you probably can find some, um, even if it's while you're going to the bathroom, um, just sneaking in a quick little pee break. <laughs> so um, kind of in conclusion of everything that we talked about today. So whether you're traveling, whether you have uh, an injury, whether you are crazy, crazy busy, there's always something positive that you can be finding um, to work on your back, work on your scoliosis. Don't just throw everything out the window. If your schedule just seems impossible, 
there is something small that you can do that day that will add up over time because you're building that habit muscle. So the more that you put in the reps, put in the time, um, over time, that will turn into second nature for you. So it won't be such an effort and a hassle to fit these things in. It'll just happen. You're like, I mean, yesterday my schedule was nuts and I was still able to do some positive things for my spine. Thank you for tuning in today. Um, small group scoliosis coaching is a great way to be working on your spine. I offer online sessions. It is a six month long program called the Scoliosis Stripe Collective. I love this program because I really see people transform and take control of their scoliosis in a very positive, encouraging way. If you're interested in learning more about the small group coaching, the Scoliosis Strength Collective, you can schedule a discovery call and check out more information on my website at thescoliotherapist.com. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Until next time, stay well and stay ahead of the curve. Thank you.